Within homeschooling circles, we often keep focused on what our children are getting from our homeschooling. But the flip side to that is that there's also something that we are keeping them from. And this isn't necessarily like in a sheltered type of way. I know a lot of people think of homeschooling as raising these sheltered children who have no idea how to speak to anybody outside of their family. That's such a cliche type of thing. It's such a stereotype. That's the word I'm looking for. But instead of just always focusing on what they are getting, we should be reminded and not forget what we are keeping them from. Today, I'm going to dive just right into that and give you an honest review and reaction to the movie entitled, Whose Children Are They? Spoiler alert, these are my children. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. This episode wasn't planned. I had something else that I was going to record, and I've just been thinking a lot about this movie since I went. And so here I am. It's in the evening. Everybody's in bed, and I'm in my PJs, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. Let's just push off what I was going to do till next week because I feel like I need to dive into this. Many people weren't aware of this movie. I did share it, however, in my private Facebook group. So if you're not in that group, go ahead, check out the link in the show notes. It's called Embrace the Homeschool Lifestyle Community, and it's on Facebook. And if you're in there, I'll share when I see things like this uh, come up again. But today's sponsor of our episode is Lemongrass Spa Products. I've talked about this before, but I don't take a lot of time as far as pampering or spa days. And I know the name of this has Lemongrass Spa, but to me, this is about as spa as I get. And I want to highlight one product and it is called the Hydrating Polish. And every morning after I cleanse my face, after I wash it, I go ahead and use this. One of my favorite things about Lemongrass Spa, the company is the fact that when you flip over every product underneath, there's going to be a label. And that label has a date on it. And that date is the date that this, that exact product was made. They make products in small batches so that they don't have to store them for a long time. It's not like a facial wash that I pick up on the shelf at Target or my local grocery store that I have no idea how long it sat on the shelf there. How long did it sit in a warehouse? You know exactly with lemongrass. When it was made, all the products are clean beauty, so check out the link in the show notes. Let's dive into my review and reaction to the movie, Whose Children Are They? So I went with a friend, and I'm going to tell you a little bit of a backstory of what happened before the movie even started. So we set this up a few weeks ago to go, and to be honest, I completely forgot. She contacted me the day before, and I was like, oh no, thankfully I had the evening free, and no other plans. So quick got my ticket and um, I didn't even need a ticket, unfortunately, because I mean, I did need a ticket, but I didn't need to get a ticket beforehand because unfortunately there weren't a lot of people there. I don't know if a lot of people didn't know. It's not really something that I guess a lot of people think of going to the movie theater for. But anyway, we get there. There's maybe a dozen or so different people and 
We get into our seats and we're sitting there chatting, you know, just like we're both homeschoolers. So just like homeschool moms, we're just sitting there talking about whatever. And I happened to notice that it was like quarter after seven and the movie was supposed to start at seven o'clock. And so one of the workers walked past, this is a movie theater that they bring uh, food to you and meals and that kind of stuff. So she had just delivered some food and I was like, excuse me, when is the movie starting? I'm not going to go into all the details, but really long story short, first we were told that they didn't have a movie. Then we were told they had the movie, but they couldn't get into the movie. Then we were told, okay, now we can get into the movie, but it's going to start, you know, 45 minutes into it. We're like, okay, that's fine. We'll stay. They ended up saying they'd reimburse us our money and give us some free tickets to come somewhere else, you know, to a different movie in the future. Which, by the way, when I asked James if he wanted to attend this movie, I said, hey, you want to go to the movies with me tomorrow night? And he was like, okay, we're going to go see Batman. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, we're not going to see Batman. And um, he politely declined to come. However, I do believe you'll be able to have access. If you didn't see the movie, I think you'll be able to have access. And I'll talk about that later in the episode. So then what happens is she's, they start the movie halfway through. We kind of started at a super awkward part. And let me throw this in right now so I don't forget to say it, is that I would not necessarily put this movie on for the family. I would definitely not put it on for children. Uh, teens, I would preview it first. There is one section that maybe you want to skip over with them. But again, I would highly suggest that you watch it without children around and then make that decision for your family. So the movie starts at a really kind of, we'll say in quotes, racy part. <laughs> and then they came in and said, hey, I think we're able to rewind it. Do you want us to rewind it? Well, this had been an hour since the movie started. And we're like, well, I mean, what? sure, might as well. Let's watch it from the beginning. I don't, what else am I going to do now anyway? My night's already blocked out. So we finally get into the movie. And unfortunately, a lot of those people had left because they left in the first wave when they said they didn't have access to the movie. And my friend and I were sitting around just talking. And so it ended up being four of us moms, uh, three out of the four of us homeschool and one um, sends her kids to public school. And I knew her. <laughs> okay, so there's this the story. And I just in the back of my mind was like, what are the chances? Really? What are the chances? I feel like this, there's a reason there's an attack on this and this movie or something, just something going on with it. And that kind of raised my, I guess, spiritual alarm bells and stuff. I had also shared briefly just in one short story on Instagram that I was going to see this movie. And most of the interaction, the messages back, I would say all of the interactions, but one were positive saying, oh my goodness, I didn't know about this movie. Would have loved to have known. What is your, what do you, is your take on it? And so this is kind of my way of being able to address that and answer all of those questions in one. And then also to expose some of you who, you know, might not follow me on Instagram, but um, maybe heard about it or haven't heard about it. So I want to talk about that. But let's talk about that one message that I got. And it's not, it's not going to hold me down, take me, take me down at all. It's, I've kind of completely forgotten about it. I ended up deleting it and just went on with my life. This person basically yelled at me, if that's possible, through typing in a direct message. She was super hyper-focused on one topic. Now in this movie, I, I mean, I'm going to call it a movie. It's a documentary type of style, a lot of interview, um, mostly pretty much interview with a lot of different uh, people. And so she just was yelling at me and telling me her point of view with one topic. And she really missed the point of the entire video, the movie is, and she was focused on just one topic that she felt very passionate about, which only took up maybe 10 to 15 minutes of a two hour plus movie. 
Why am I telling you about this interaction is because I want you to understand that there are topics in the movie that people feel very passionate and can get into very heated discussions. So I think that it is good for us to be able to have a dialogue, have interaction with people, as long as they're willing to have that type of interaction. I didn't even respond to her. Okay, I'm going to admit something. I did type out a response and then I deleted it. The Holy Spirit was like, Mm-mm, girl, you need to delete that. But <laughs> my, my, my inner self here felt good just kind of typing something out. And I was like, you know what? Nothing good is going to happen. She just was yelling at me and, and she probably forgot about it because turns out I went and looked, she unfollowed me because of it. So she probably has completely forgotten about me. And from this point on, I'm going to forget about that interaction as well. But I wanted to tell you about that. So why would I, a homeschool mom, go to see this movie that is, um, the goal of it is to expose, you know, what's going on in the public school system. But as John Taylor Gatto would call it, the government monopoly school system. <laughs> so I'm going to borrow from his, from his phrase there. But so why would I go? My kids aren't in public school. Well, I have a lot of friends whose kids are in public school. And I think it's really important for us as homeschoolers to know what's going on in other educational avenues. And so that we are able then to speak into people and we are up to date and we know what's going on and we can be able to listen and interact with them and offer a different perspective or maybe some information or encourage them to watch the movie. So that's basically why I went. I just, for informational type of purposes, but also I just wanted to support something that probably wasn't going to get a ton of support in the movie theater. The more that we support movies that we really like, or we really want to see offered more, if we support it with our finances, more chances that the movie theaters will then have an out. Now this was only out one evening. Uh, I think it was seven o'clock at, you know, each time, maybe different uh, time zones, but it was only offered uh, one evening. But like I said earlier, I have I'm going to assume that they're going to offer it streaming. I don't know if it'll be a cost or a fee or on DVD or anything like that, but I'm going to suggest to check out their website, um, who call whose children are they and also their Facebook group. And I can drop those links in the show notes, follow along there. And, uh, you should be able to find out more information about if you want to see it and when that would be possible today in this episode, I am not going to dive into each of the topics. I'm not going to give you my opinion or my point of view on any of these different topics. Some of the topics are not rated G at all. And I like to keep this show rated G. So we're going to, we're going to kind of gloss over all the different topics, but I think it's important for us to be aware of them. Most of the information that was presented was things that I was aware of just from keeping an eye out and watching everything that has gone on in the world and in our country in the past two years. So I wasn't, there wasn't anything that I was completely shocked at. It was nice and well, I guess it was interesting to hear from different um, people, those who really study and those who are in the system. A lot of the people that are uh, interviewed during it are a part of the school system, or they are um, leaders or members, or, or they've started organizations that want to create awareness uh, for these different topics. So what is my honest review about this movie? Am I glad that I went? Yes, I am glad that I went. I'm glad I spent the $12.50. I'm glad that I took an evening. I enjoyed time with a friend that I had with me, and it was just, it was good to be able to um, support the movie, but also to just kind of learn those type of things. And I think that as homeschoolers, it's important for us to know what is going on and not shelter and hide ourselves and not uh, be aware of uh, what's going on with um, 
in a lot of school districts. And this is something that will affect uh, some of our kids' friends who go to the school system. It'll affect, you know, neighbor kids. It'll affect our culture and our society. So I really think it's important for us to be aware of these different topics. And if in your heart, you're feeling like you need to get involved, go ahead and do that. I have a friend who's very involved in things right now. And, you know, I'm praying for her and supporting her and asking her about that. But that's really kind of where I guess my activism for it um, ends. Uh, But if you feel like you need to become more involved in your local school district, go for it. But, you know, watch this, arm yourself with information. In the end, what did I think about the movie? Whether, yes, I'm glad I went, but what do I think about the movie? And here, I hope that I don't I don't know, get myself into a little bit of trouble or anything, or I mean, I don't, if I step on toes, okay, whatever. But to me, the path that the state, can you tell I'm like trying to choose my words well here, the education that the state school system, and I know that I've mentioned this before, the history of of all of that, if you want to check back to uh, an episode about the reasons why we left the public school system, that's one of them. And I talked a little bit about that. But my family, my husband and I don't agree with the purpose behind it, with the goals behind it. And this movie exposes goals that weren't even in place. Well, that were we were aware of when my children were in public school. Let's just say that I don't have a lot of faith in the state or the federal government leading the educational aspects, the educational charge and setting the regulations and setting the standards. I don't, I don't trust them to educate my child. I see education and learning differently than how they do it. I know that my kids don't have to sit in a classroom. I know that the standards that they have aren't the end all be all. It's, that's, (laughs) to me that the state school system is not the plumb line. That's not where I gauge how well my children are doing. So all of that to say, I am not pro-government educating our children. We'll just put it like that. In the end, I didn't really like the push for that they did at the end for focusing on the system on trying to fix the system. I don't, I honestly don't know the system can be fixed, especially on a big, broad range. Maybe individual schools can be. And again, like I talked about in that episode previously about why we left the school system, this isn't individual teachers or administrators. We've had great interactions with them, but a lot of times people will say, oh, that doesn't happen in my school. That would never happen in my school. But probably there's literally everybody says that about their school district. Maybe some people are honest and don't say that about their schools and say this is happening in my school. But a lot of people don't think, a lot of parents don't think it happens in their schools and it is happening. So it has to be happening in way more schools than we think. And I have heard firsthand stories from a lot of you who are, you know, like, I'm just in this little podink town. And this is what happened in my school, in my elementary school, in my middle school, in my high school. So I know it is happening. And I think we just, as parents, we need to stop being so naive and not burying our head in the sand. And why do we sometimes do that? Because we don't want to have to do something about it. What are the options of doing something about it? Well, fighting to change the system or pulling out from the system. And those are both really hard to do. And I, and I get that. So in the end of the movie, they did like a roundtable discussion. And I'll be honest, my friend and I got up and left. It, I mean, the movie already started an hour late. And so we headed out because we kind of could see the direction they're going. And we're like, eh, we're not really 
not really into that, but maybe if I watch it, because I do want James, I want my husband to watch it sometime. And maybe I will show part of it to my older teens and block out the one middle section. And if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, the other thing that I wasn't super keen on, and hear me out here, I'm going to just throw it out there. And then I'm going to add some information afterwards. So don't start yelling, you know, at your phone when I say this. But I didn't really like the discussion about money following a child. Okay, let me start with saying, I don't necessarily want the government's money. I live in a state that is highly regulated about everything. And so I know that if I accept any money from the government, I know that it's just one step closer to them wanting to monitor, wanting them wanting to regulate what I teach. And if this goes even higher to like on a federal level, the federal government giving you money, girl, mama, you got to run. Mm, that's enough. We're not going to say anything more about that. But I don't necessarily want the government's money because once you give them an inch, they've got an in. And that just gives them possibly the ability to tell you what to do and what to teach and how to teach and what curriculum to teach. Now, I do know that there are some states that allow you to be a charter school instead of um, particularly a homeschool, or maybe it's a homeschool charter school situation, every state is different. And they do give money, they do give an allowance to parents to purchase curriculum. Some of these are with no strings attached in some states. Some states there are strings attached, and you have to just decide what is best for your family. So in that way, maybe it can help, but I understand that it's frustrating. And I hear this a lot from people who are looking at homeschooling and then they realize, wow, I am financially responsible for purchasing the curriculum for my kids. Whereas before I just sent them to the school, put them on the bus. And yeah, maybe the teacher would be like, hey, we need some markers. We need some glue sticks. We need, I don't know, whatever it is that they need. And that was fine to do. But now I have to buy history books and I need to buy science books and math books. This is a lot. It's going to be a financial, you know, burden. It's one more thing to add into our budget. And so I understand that when you're like, but I just sent a couple thousand dollars to the school district for my taxes. It sure would be nice. And I get it. Trust me. If I had in my hand the money that I spent on taxes every year, just even one year for three kids, Wow, the things I could do as far as homeschooling. We homeschool on a much smaller budget than even our taxes are. I mean, we could take trips, field trips. I mean, like all of a sudden my mind goes to all different places, but I don't want any strings attached. So therefore we'll just continue to homeschool on a budget and it's working. So that's okay. So those are the two things that at the end I was a little like, "Mm, I'm not really seeing eye to eye on that. And I understand that trying to uh, fix the system uh, in a way, because I, I do know that there are, there are children, there are families that are in difficult situations. There are some kids where the school is the safest place for them to be. And I, and I get that. However, I'm not speaking to those in those situations. I'm speaking to you parents that have the means that would maybe have to make some adjustments but be able to then be able to school um, your kids at home. Homeschooling is a sacrifice. A lot of times parents don't want to make the sacrifice and I get it. I understand. I can go, I'll go into another episode about sometime because this one's getting a little bit long about how, what I, how I felt and the the things that I thought that my life was going to be and how it's different. But we made a couple of moves, like literally from our homes we even moved states in order to 
get my husband to a job that would be able to financially support us better because we were so determined to homeschool and a sacrifice we made was leaving everything that we knew. I mean, maybe not everything James and I knew, but everything our kids knew. It was the foundation of their childhood and moving to another state. I mean, we also felt very strongly that God was calling us to do that. But in the meantime, then a couple years into that state, we moved to the house that we are currently living in because we just felt like we didn't have enough margin. One of those areas was financial and by moving to a smaller home, that's what, you know, has helped us and be able to live more um, comfortably, but just also not to be so stressed out and everything. So I get it. Homeschooling is a sacrifice and, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. All right. Let me, let me land the plane here. Final thought. And this one might ruffle some feathers, but I heard somebody say this and it really, really stuck out to me. And she was saying that the government monopoly school institution system is on fire and your children are inside. What are you going to do? Get your kids out of school, get them out of the fire protect them. Will things calm down? I don't know. I'm going to kind of, you know, I'm going to kind of go with here. I'm not seeing things calming down anytime soon. There's going to be sacrifices that will have to be made, possibly some changes, some different direction, but get your kids out of the fire. And if you have a chance to watch the movie, go for it. Again, in the show notes, I will put some stuff so you can get some more information about it. I didn't want to go into too many details. Didn't want to give you any spoiler alerts. Again, if you watch it, make sure you watch it sometime where your kiddos are not around and can't listen in. There's uh, actually, and, and watch in also, there's a couple of things that they do show um, too, again, in that one one section. But I want to remind you, we are coming up on March 31st, which is when open enrollment for my course, Hello Homeschool Academy, it's going to close. I'm a little sad it's going to close, but there's good things on the horizon. However, I do want to add This is the last time that my course and program is going to look like this. Again, there's going to be good things. However, if you want in on -on one-on-one coaching with me, this is when you need to get in by March 31st. Things are going to be revamping and changing up. And so I don't want you to miss out on that. Check out the link in the show notes, set up that first free initial call with me, and we can talk about your family, your homeschool. I'm just excited to be able to connect with you. In the meantime, if you've seen the movie and maybe you agree with me, you don't uh, agree with me, you disagree with some things, or you have a different take on it, get into the Facebook community. I will put a post up about it and we can have some interaction. We need to have dialogue. We need to be able to talk openly about these things and understand that people are do get passionate about it and we need to approach them in a loving way. And as, uh, as people who maybe would get passionate, if you're someone that gets passionate about it, Also understand someone might see it from a different point of view and be open to hear what they have to say, but get into that group so that we can talk a little bit more about the movie. And as a final, let's say PS to my final thought, I know that PS probably completely dates me. If you remember from back in the day when we used to write letters to each other. Okay. The PS to my final thought is that I honestly am so glad that we homeschool I feel so blessed that God called us to homeschooling and that we heeded to his calling and that we made this change and adjustment in our life. Why is that? Because I don't have to, I don't have to worry about the agenda of a board of education, about the teachers union. I don't have to worry about which teacher is teaching my child. They aren't going to come home from somewhere and 
I'll find out that they've been learning about something for months that I had no idea about and something that I don't feel comfortable with them learning about from somebody else other than me. I don't have to re-educate. I don't have any my kids when they get home and explain to them why they learn that there and why that's not true. It's just as what I am teaching them, what my husband and I are teaching them. There's no other agenda trying to undermine us. And so therefore, in the end, this movie confirmed as if there could be any more confirmation, but it confirmed the fact that homeschooling is the best solution and it is the best direction for my family. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.